0: Sports fans, we got something special for you today. That is a part of a great celebratory for one of the greatest sports legends, particularly in, in football in the in the world. Also, uh, best not just for for the, uh, the 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 football for college or, or, or pros, but a person that's made a difference in so many people's lives. In the South and around the country, uh, this is a special update on the, uh, the 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 celebratory for Leroy Keys, one of the the greatest football player in Purdue history, uh, perennial All-American. We know he was the the host of uh, Keys to the Locker Room, and we're going to hear from two people who knew him probably best. Those that played against him in high school, he knew of him. Those that helped promote uh, his uh, 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 history through the, through, through the uh, uh, literary theme. And then one of the guys who one of the greatest sports legends in Virginia uh, who knew and played and knew of him and played with some of the greatest guys in the same category with Jeffrey Pugh and all these guys that actually hailed and played and was a part of that legacy uh, that was involved with the great Leroy Keys. But before we get started, a great shout out to our military men and women around the world, veterans and women warriors. Thank you for your sacrifice and thank you for letting sports inside and out be the voice of the legends of sports to all of our veterans and women warriors and military personnel around the world. Let's get started right now. This, of course, is brought to you by Steve Cummings, one of the great orthopedic surgeons at TPMG. Uh, We call him the medical surgeon. Now you're going to be hearing more from them. Thank you so much. And uh, a great supporter of the program. But it's also great to have this type of uh, professionalism giving uh, medical advice to some of our great legends around the world. Okay, here we go. Uh, we're going to start off with, with 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 a familiar voice, of course. Uh, uh, I, I would say Leon is probably uh, very more noted for the commissioner of one of the greatest uh, conferences in sports in the country, CIAA. HBCU, probably the greatest. Absolutely. The uh, greatest conference for HBCUs, historical black colleges ever, one of the first over 100-plus years, and took it to a point, that it was one of the top three uh, conferences in the country. I mean, he is a, a, a very interesting, uh, tell it like it is type guy. If he likes you, uh, you'll get a congenial conversation. If you don't, he'll send you around the moon. So, uh, and AB just talks it like it is. He's a sweet guy. You hear him, you'll think, oh, my grace, this guy's a hardball football player. But he's a gentle giant. He is something else, a great guy. Well, let's get on with it now because we're talking about someone that's close to all of us, all three of us, all trifactor of us. And, and as you know, Leroy, we. We were with him uh, the same day that he went home to be with the Lord. But we're going to talk about people who know Leroy. And also we're going to talk about, at the end of this, uh, 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 listeners all around the world, SoundCloud over in Europe and 16-plus countries. we got, uh got uh, YouTube streams, com. We, we're going to be joining even on a, a larger our platform this uh, this upcoming uh, broadcast season, Max. Yeah. Uh, thank you to the guys like Tim Reed and all these other great uh, legends. Uh, but we want to make sure that we give you the real news you can use and people who are in a position to tell you the great things about individuals and legacies as what they do. That's what's perniated to our our community, the Black African American people of color community, and of course, as we say, the human race. We're gonna start off with Leon. Leon, you actually played against uh, Leroy in high school, and he was one of the greatest high school all-Americans in the country during that time when it was all a Virginia high school league was African American, mm-hmm. and the great high schools in the in the Virginia area were playing. This was right there during the precipice when. We came along in that, and really believe what was going on. But you knew him when he was ready. Now, I mean all sports. This guy was a track uh, phenomenon football, what can you say about that? And could shoot a couple of jumpers on you, too. And uh, he he was in baseball. I mean, four-letter thing, he took it right on to, to Purdue as well. Uh, let's talk about that. How was it? And let's talk about what you think of – of Libra for the next five or ten minutes before we go over to A.B. This is going to be very crucial as an apex. Let's talk about it. How was it? Give our listeners some news that they can use about one of the greatest football players and athletes ever in football. Leon. Well,
1: in that day there was, in Hampton, Virginia, and on the peninsula side there was, Carver News, Leroy Keys. There was Huntington High School and there was Phoenix High School. I played at Phoenix High School, mm-hmm. and we used to joke each other about who had the academics, because one important thing about those schools was uh, they were not integrated and they were strong for academics. On the other side of the water, you had Crestwood, uh, Norcom, and Booker T. Washington High School. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it was competitive on both of the all both of those sides. Whenever you play one side, you want to know who won. Especially, there were two guys who, and there were three guys in that day that were they were tough. One was Leroy Keys, one was A. B. Whitfield, mm-hmm. and one was Walter Bowser. Mm-hmm. One great thing about those schools, those those young men were smart mm-hmm. and. Academically successful. Mm-hmm. And and it proved that because they were able to go to college and finish and move on to another level. Mm-hmm. The thing about Leroy that excited me was um, I had not yet played football, and I think I was in the ninth grade. And I watched Leroy. I used to go to the Carver's games, watch Leroy and a guy named Bullock, who was a running back. Mm-hmm. And it was exciting to watch him because. It was such an awesome team, and and you didn't know what it. You know, we watched him play in Malcolm. We watched him play Huntington, and it was just exciting because not only could Lee Ward run, he could throw the ball. Not only could he throw the ball, he could defend against the ball, and he kicked off. He did everything. So, you know, he was just an awesome player, and and like I said, we went in groups to see him play. Mm. The funny thing is when I got in the 10th grade, I got a chance to play. And I, I, I told the coach, <laughs> I told the coach, that I could, I can tackle. That's what I told him, I can tackle. One thing I learned, don't tell the coach you can tackle. Tell him you can play different positions. Because when I told him I could tackle, I could never get out of the position, either the tackle or the linebacker, because that's where he made me stay. But the, the key thing is I got a chance to get in the game. Leroy was a senior. I was in the 10th grade. And I came in the game, had a clean jersey on, excited, looked at Leroy. And then Leroy wasn't smiling. Leroy looked at me, and he had these glasses on. And I said, this guy's coming at me. I, you know, I, I thought he'd give me a chance to stay in the game a little bit. Yeah. I said, he's, com- he's coming my way. You know, and um, Leroy said, hut one, hut two. Uh, Of course, you know, I was scared. Uh, and... I think he faked to, to uh, the halfback, brought it back in, and I was in the middle of the linebacker position and came right at me. Oh. So, can I tell you it was exciting? Absolutely. It was exciting. I got a chance to play against him. I got a chance to uh, be in the game. Of course, you know, Leeward won that game. Carvin News beat us. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think I was in awe, exciting about the uh, chance to play against Somebody who I watched and I, you know kind of like idolized mm-hmm. Leroy because he was such a great athlete. Uh, and not only was he a great athlete, he was uh, academically strong. Oh yes, because because we found out that the uh, uh, West Fort recruited him, mm-hmm. and then we found out that he uh, was going to Purdue. Mm-hmm. And you know there were no black people in Purdue, not mm-hmm. athletes at Definitely. that time. I mean, yeah. And, uh, we were, you know, we were wild. So we became Purdue fans. And that's the key thing about it. We became Purdue fans when Leroy went to Purdue. Mm-hmm. When he went to Philadelphia Eagles, we became, became Eagle fans. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And um, it was just exciting uh, to have played against him, uh, to see him progress and see him academically and see him athletically. And, you know, I tell everybody, you know, back in that day, we had kids that could run. Uh, a nine five hundred. We had kids who could barefoot it. We had three hundred pound tackles. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had. It wasn't like that. We were we prepared, and we had some of the greatest coaches. His coach was Coach Lovett.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Love my coach it. was That's re- absolutely right. Lovett, yeah.
0: uh, A. B. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and my coach was Lovett too. They were brothers. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Uh, Yeah, they were uh, competitive against each other. Mm -hmm. Lovett coached at Virginia State, won the championship. He coached at Hampton, won the championship. Mm -hmm. But one thing about Lovett, he could recruit. Mm -hmm. And he was a tactician, and he knew how to pick athletes. And uh, I I tell you, he was a star. Uh, I call him one of the greatest coaches I have met. I don't know if it was with Lovett boys. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them in the CIAA Hall of Fame uh, and um, they just knew how to pick athletes, knew how to get athletes to the next level and um, it was just exciting football mm-hmm. um, but I always remember going in with a New Jersey excited didn't, didn't get a chance to stay excited because he came out of the way on the first flight <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> but I was in awe and you know when he became, when he got a chance to be considered for the Heisman Trophy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I was excited, and I said, "I played against him."
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah I know he. I know he deserves to be in that position, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was sorry that he passed because, um, hey, I admired. Him. He was a great athlete. Yeah, he was a great right. person. Yeah. yeah, and and um, you know. Uh, we had some great kids in in the um, in that league, mm-hmm. and gr- great kids who not only played well, played athletically well, academically well, mm-hmm. and went to college and played well, and went professionally played well. Right. So you know, you look you look at uh, uh, Leroy, mm-hmm. you look at A.D. Whitfield, you look at Walter Bowser. I mean, we had some great kids oh. coming out of that area. Oh, uh, and Jeffro,
0: uh,
1: and the thing, Jeffro, I didn't put Jeff, Jeffro was great too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't put him in that scenario because yeah. Even though he, he, wasn't in, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah, he was Carolina, mm-hmm. but yeah, he was great too. But I'm just saying. Uh, and and to see those guys play, he said, "Oh yeah, I played against him. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, and you know, oh yeah." And it, it became a conversation piece when you're watching football with other people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and you know that's something people can not take away from it. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, you might have lost the game. Mm-hmm. You had opportunity to play. You had opportunity to know them. You had opportunity to see him. And in those historical black schools, they were academically strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and you couldn't play if you didn't meet the grades mm-hmm. and um, so you know I, my hat goes off to all the HBCU uh, kids uh, in, those, in those schools because it was a wonderful experience mm-hmm. it was an experience that has lasted me a lifetime you
0: know, one thing okay? we can't say also Leon, to put a donut on that I think AB can, can put a, a, a hallelujah on this one is that Leroy always came back and gave homage to uh, his start. Uh, even though it wasn't a lot, you know, he was all over the country in so many different ways, in particular the first African-American being assistant athletic director of a Power Five college, Big Ten or other otherwise, And he always came back or made time for those that were part. Of his life, and I can actually say that uh, he was proud. I mean, not just one that didn't get a chance to come back a lot, like some of them do, but he always made sure everybody realized that he was a yeah. part of the of that Tidewater Hampton Roads community, and he was proud of it. And uh, he loved you to death. He thought a great deal of the 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 the, the, the life and career that uh, Leon put because. Heading one of the prestigious and the oldest African-American athletic conferences was a, a feat within itself because you had to deal with so much and you always had Leroy Key's support. A.B., uh, man, you know, the, 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 the legacy continues on. What do you have to say about the great one? Because you are a part of the legacy of all of the most greatest uh African Americans uh are athletic heroes in every sport because of your foundation, because of your your private school, but your career in football and uh, in the in the annals of what happened in the one of the most prestigious uh high schools in the state, uh Norcombe High School that put out so many greats. What was your experience and what was the things that you liked the fans around the country and around the world to know from A.B. Whitfield, one of the great sports legends, Hall of Famer from the Tidewater area and and one of my dear, uh, dear friends and protégés. Well, let me tell you what's most important to me, and and Leon
2: uh, spoke about that. In order to play sports and be on a team in our area, you, 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 you had to go to class mm. you had to be an astute student or you weren't going to play, I don't care how good you were and I think that's the sort of foundation for the excellence, you know, from all these guys that they were educated not just on the field but it, 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 in the classroom uh, most coaches also taught in the classroom so you couldn't get away you know, like I'm that just coaching and the teachers the hands. you can play on a Friday unless you got that work during the week, the teachers the They of that, and our coaches. it. Then the second thing, a lot of my coaches were from CIAA schools and, 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 you know, Hampton and, and Virginia State. Well-schooled, well-trained. I was well-coached in school in every sport. I started late in high school. I was a nerd, but I watched these stars play, and I want to be like them. I, I not only watched from Norfolk, Booker T had stars, you know, you know, Cornell Gordon. Uh, Hampton had stars. You know, and, and I, I want to be like it. So, as a junior, uh, I asked the coach, could I try out? And I, I was looking up to have Coach Doc Hurley. the last year that I, I actually him from Hartford and Virginia State legend. Uh, mm-hmm. The fundamentals in everything I did, he, he was just a stickler for detail. I learned quickly because I had the best coaching in the world. I was taught track and field by Hard Savage, I had film study for track and field. Can you believe it? Never had that in college, but that's how thorough they were. Hmm. They often talk about other athletes at other schools, and they say, if you want to be like Leroy Keyes or Earl Faison, if you want to be like them, certain, you got to put in the work ethics. And they admired and respected other athletes at other schools. That's how we got to know each other. Then when you played them, you had great respect for them because our coaches talked about them. Right. Leroy Keys was a little behind me, but I actually came back and visited the school and watching him play basketball. I thought he was the better basketball player than football Yes, player. he was. He yes, was he talent. was. Yeah, I, cool. I was amazed at this young guy and was religious on the basketball court, was religious in track and field. I mean, everything he did, he did a personal pride, in, 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 and I was just in awe of him. Uh, Cornel Gordon, uh, we spoke a Couple of weeks ago, and just we talking about the awesome guys that we were fortunate to play with, and 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 Leon, uh, it, your credit being a commissioner, keeping these guys alive, helping me research the book, you know, uh, being a tactician and a technical advisor, a financial wizard, our conference emerged and our players emerged because of your leadership, but. Getting back to Leroy again, there'll never be, I don't think, another all-round great guy like him you know, playing as much as we have all his talent, all-around, personal-wise, just a, just a professional, on and off the field. I, I, I would never forget him. To watch him on TV, you know, to, I, I didn't know where Purdue was, you know. Then I see this black guy that I knew of from Ty Ward on TV, national TV, playing in a school predominantly white
0: athletes mm-hmm. and this guy shining like a new penny. It was amazing and just a privilege. Well it's it's awfully good as well. Leonard we were able to hear well our dear dear friends, one of the greatest uh, uh tight ends in the history of uh NFL and the Dallas Cowboys, uh, the Iron Man himself, uh, all pro Super Bowl winner, uh Billy Joe Dupree. And him and Ed jaws and, and of course that's that legacy with A. B. Whitfield and Jeffroe Pew who were one of the cornerstones and one of the uh, the few uh, small HBCUs that made an impact outside of uh, out uh, what was it Hayes Marcus Hayes uh, in the in the NFL with 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 uh, uh, to be considered by a Dallas Cowboy was something of elite of elite during that time and of course and to have that type of th- uh, 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 accolade come from from Jethro who was uh, uh, did play exactly in the Big Ten at Michigan State, the greatest uh, tight end in, in Michigan State and top ten in, in, in Big Ten history. He gave something that says, never knew him as close as I want to. Of course, he was in Philadelphia, that rivalry thing. He said, but it's one thing that all of us from too Tall, Drew, everybody, Tony Dort said, the guys that played with the the great uh, 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 Green Bay Packers, you heard about it from Big You know, I got Craig, man, how he talked about the, the things uh, of the past. If anyone did not admire and like the, the, the persona and uh, all of Leroy Keys, that person was pure evil because one thing Leroy Keyes gave you was a smile. You never saw that man greet oh, nobody oh, without oh. a smile and a soft word and a praise the Lord on the end. Yeah. Guys? Well, you know yes.
1: what impressed me the most? What was that, man? Was that uh, Leroy, he had some of his records that stood out for decades.
0: Mm-hmm. And so still the there. He was
1: mm-hmm. able to uh, mm-hmm. go beyond his uh, mm-hmm.
0: You know, yeah, he's, and you know but the, the thing that the guys are talking about, listeners, that that A.B. and, and Leo alluded to now, that same trifactor and multi-talented thing is the one that made him the greatest football player in Purdue history with his quarterback uh, uh, Bob Greasy, of course you know about that. Hey, this guy was voted the greatest football player in Purdue history over those guys because – 19 touchdowns thrown, and mm-hmm. he wasn't a quarterback. He came in and did what's necessary to be a quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, receiving yards as a, as, a, as a end and flanker and tight end, yards rushing over 3,000-plus. Uh, on the other side, he was a punter, punt returner, and uh, I think uh, Leon told me, at, at this is right now AB's day, a uh, doggone strong safety. Now yep. all American on both sides of the of the field, uh man, and two time Heisman Trophy one, and it was so quiet, you you know, you get people that can repeat the name or nomination. He was in the the, the, the running first second or third of the Heisman Trophy back to back and OJ beat him out on that last season, but he came right back in, and he was still only a junior and that says oh man but people are so silent about it but let me tell you uh, they have something here these two great legends uh, both on and off the field now with Leon Carey and A.B. Whitfield they are embarking on an informational linguistical history trail on uh, a hardback a, a book that we must have in every school and athletic conference in the country because they are talking the history of the oldest mm. HBCU athletic conference in the country and what they've done with the likes of the likes. And I'm going to let now both of them have a quick five-minute elevator on this, but we're going to conclude with A.B. because this it's what's it all about. We're going to tell you all the necessary accolades and promos that's going on for this thing, but we're going to also tell you how to personally get involved and this initiative that's going on with it. We're going to start off with Leon because he's the commissioner. He knows because he ran over 20 plus years the greatest HBCU athletic conference in the country. I got to put it out there. I keep macking him. I know he's tired of me. I don't care. You'll listen to me. Hey, Leon, just give an idea of this fantastic promotion on this book and what is capable and informational source. Give another five minutes on that. Well, let me
1: let me, I'm gonna let you know one of my secrets. The way I marketed the CIAA was through the athletes that went to professional uh, play professionally Mm -hmm. and played in the Super Bowl. And you'd be surprised that, that. the, the, the people who i visited and people who i was trying to get money from corporations say oh i didn't know he played the money. and you know we had four uh athletes who played in in the super Bowl so that book is so great because it gives it's your history and let me tell you something if you don't know your history mm-hmm. oh you don't that's right. That's right. And and it's you know it's it's a pictorial. It has it has uh, comments and keep and and talk about the accolades and things like that. But listen, I went to a, a um, I was trying to get a, a, an insurance company in, and the president of the company said, "Didn't the first player to play in NBA uh, go to CIAA?" I said, "Yeah, he finished CIAA." He said, "Wow." He said, i sure like to meet him. I said, he's on my team. And so I went to, uh, <laughs> I gave him a call. I said, meet me in New York. And he met me in New York, and I said, here he is. So he sat down with the president to come. They talked for about an hour. I sat back on the couch just listening to him talk, and the president said, Leah, how much did you want? I said, a million dollars. He said, a million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah." He said, uh, "I said, well, you can pay me um, every ninety days if you want to." <laughs> yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying, he he was excited. He was an honor because he met the first African American to play professionally. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I learned that people are sports minded. The thing, the secret for the CRAA is that's a marketing tool. We use those guys. And we marketed them, kids who wanted to go to the next level, kids who wanted to play. They said, Well, you know, he played in the CIAA. Yeah. Oh, he did? We got opportunity. I said, if you can play, and if you can study, you can make this next move. Okay. And it was advertisement uh, for all those historical black schools. So, oh, you know, that's was, the, that's yeah. the that's the things we got out. Yeah. We they got they they were marketed and didn't even know it, Mm -hmm. and especially through Ebony Magazine, Mm -hmm. and all the people who came through and saw the magazine, and saw the people who attended the school, who attended the conference, and who played in the conference, hey, that was part of my success, letting everybody know, and people found out,
0: they were amazed. So, so uh, you, uh, you're definitely you're definitely one of the most impactful, and also one of the 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 the, the the uh, examples. And I think AB and 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 all of those that know of you, Leon, will recognize the importance of making business the asset of launching a a sports conference. And I hate to say it, is only indicative of of the way. It was started off with the power fives and the major white conferences. It's all business. It's called sports yeah. marketing. Yeah. And sports uh, marketing. if you happen to have an athletic background or into a situation that you can interact and have the legends respect you to a point that they will come back on their own dime sometimes to appreciate and show their their uh their support and their uh appreciation of what HBCUs have done for them is even more. Because one thing you can say that these gentlemen can be spoke of by any of the greatest sports legends in America and say, oh, that's a fine man. Oh, that's a fine organization. headed up by one of the great persons that, uh, that you can have. Uh, I'm only embellishing because this book is going to be a a real uh, linchpin for that. Now, A. B. Uh, yeah. in the grind of it, because you are pretty much the uh, proxy. I have to say that not not a not a backer, but proxy of how these guys can come together by being in a specific, uh, 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 I would say, supporting platform for a fantastic educational opportunity for African-American schools in one of the biggest cities in the world, but it's a product of the CIAA. You are a Hall of Famer in not just football. You're a Hall of Famer in track and field. You are, I mean, you recognize across the board, uh, even with the great Earl Faisons and things of that nature. Let's talk about Uh, your uh, uh, pliable uh, uh, input on this particular elevator that you got so we can conclude on a major announcement on the book. Uh, Let's talk about that. It's a pliable thing. How you do what you do to be able to gather, gather, I say, the things that you do for this book. Well, let me start with, the first week
2: I was on campus at Little Elizabeth City, I was introduced and had a photo op with Bobby Vaughn, L.T. Walker, Clarence Gaines, and Governor Terry Sanford. I still get that picture. Right. So I was introduced r- right away to some, some, some very outstanding individuals, some people I admired. And mm-hmm. uh, Coach Gaines, even though he coached at Winston-Salem, was like a father figure to me. John B. Linden, I met later on, mm-hmm. Father Figure. Earl Lord, again, Father Figure. So I was surrounded by history, people I admired and respected. And fast forward, after the four years at, at Lisbon City, which I thought was fairly successful, I had no idea what I was doing. I, I just tried to compete hard, and I, I did that every sport. And so I, I, I went on to to the next level, my first training camp, I'm um, sitting in training camp. They got asked, what school are you from? I said.
0: We're talking about um, the Cowboys now. Yeah. yeah. ahead.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a city. And they actually started laughing. "List city. And I mean, I was embarrassed, really, because at first I thought it was joking. I said, no, these guys are serious. I said, do you know Monroe? Uh, yeah, we know. I said, do you know what school he's from? Uh, they didn't know what school. None of them knew. They didn't care. It was all about USC and whatnot. And I started making notes right then. In 1967, I started making notes. Mm -hmm. And about a week or two later, we were having dinner, and I brought some names up, you know, the Lord, Sam Jones, and I said, well, I I will give you guys a bonus if you can pick school. None of them knew the school. I said, damn, I said, we don't have any school pride. Nobody even knows. So, fast forward to that even Gil Brad, who signed Jethro and I in his Hall of Fame last year the guy couldn't call the school he said Elizabeth City Teachers college <laughs> I mean the guy played 14 years he didn't damn know his school I said what a lack like of respect while school you know what I mean which, which made me I said damn, this is disinfiguration so but this come together when I spoke to Leon years ago want to put some on paper paperback between him and Bob Mormon, they opened the door for me, and I was able to do this. You know, the schools, poor, didn't have sports information departments who could compile information. I had to dig and trash cans. I, I went to coaches' houses. Coach Hurt from Morgan's scrapbook. Dick House Games gave me a scrapbook. Uh, Cal Irvin gave me I got their personal scrapbooks in my house right now. Leon gave me what he had, and a piece together sublet. Like and as I began to do this, the, the pride... I, I mean, my head swelled with pride, uh, and I learned more. I learned so much I didn't even know. So I, I, I couldn't get better than anybody else. I realized how much I did not know about the conference and its rich, the history of our conference and these great athletes and coaches, but not. And, whatnot. and I, I, I put it together piece by piece. One hundred pages, two hundred pages it came four hundred plus pages. And awesome! I mean, I I I I'm, I'm asked all the time, "How did you do that? I don't know, but a lot of help. Leon, Bob, Mormon, a few of the coaches, not all the coaches, but the Coach Gaines of the world, LG Walkers of the world, Coach Hurt. I, I only a few. A lot of them didn't even care that I was doing it, and I thought that was a travesty in itself. But it's together. I'm proud of it. A lot of interesting facts, you know. Like I said we. Uh, it, I mean, from one school. From Maryland State in the Super Bowl, we got four guys playing. Not only that, playing
0: on the two field at the same time.
2: Baltimore coach, two other guys playing together. So we had six guys in the Super Bowl. I don't think it's been done in the NFL. Six guys my conference in one Super Bowl game playing. And virtually, almost every Super Bowl, some CIAA player was playing. You know, so much history. Morgan State put out six tight ends in a row, NFL, Morgan no. State alone. First black middle linebacker to play. Right. Right. Coach lost his job because he played all these black players in Kansas City. Lost his job. Winning Coach lose his job because he played too many blacks? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's rich history. Uh, first number one draft choice, Sam Jones. Uh, first to play ever. He, he, listen, in this modern day era, mm-hmm. you got Al, Al still with, with the Golden State Warriors, people don't know. Right. The man took him right. to the championship. They don't even talk about that.
1: Right. The man right.
2: played 14 years with right. the coach they never talk about their rich history. Right. That's Al, Al, and still with the team in his 80s, still with the team. Right. So our right. kids who bounce at basketball or throw a football, they need to have this book. And they, they need to go back and look at it and look how strong this conference is.
0: Yeah, I know it, Matt. So, you know, I know that uh, if Leroy was with us now with the keys to the locker room, he would be on this dog online yeah, just talking was. trash bad about Half the roads where he came up and how it was. And everybody that we're talking about, they, I mean, everybody had the utmost. I can't say some uh, respect utmost. It was because he was one of the uh, uh stars of every uh, aspect of, of sports. Uh, he concentrated on football, but he was a tremendous All-American and, and standout uh in all the other sports. I could play a little golf. That's right. He could play a little golf, yes, right. yeah, a little golf too. Little, oh, he used to he 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 a he, you'll smack, smack one down on it if you don't know where that ball at, but he could uh, he could play uh, he was he was an adamant golfer. Him and his sons, I, I love him to death and his lovely family uh I can't say too much about how the greatness of a great woman like Monica yeah, Max and sweet, and lovely. the daughters and all oh my gracious Purdue uh, thank you and continue to embrace the Leroy Keys Foundation. Yes. We will always be a part of that as Leon said. Don't send flowers, send money. That's right. To Leroy yes. Keys. That's right. Drew Brees, do it y'all y'all can do better, Drew Brees. Come on now. Yeah. And uh I'm gonna tell you it's a celebratory. That's it's truly a celebratory. Not only are we talking about my 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 oh um, man, it's always a, a missing thing. Just like I, I see now what what A.B. means, of calls a Jeffro. I mean, it's a thought that shows shoes you. you think he's right here with you sometimes. But uh, thank you so much. Hey, guys, I want to say this in closing. The last elevator is that uh, a major article of one of the major newspapers in the South, the largest newspaper in the uh, Virginia area and up to D.C. And, and, and Maryland, uh, the Virginian Pilot, we go, uh, it's going to be online to all over the country and around the world. It's going to be a special on this particular uh, book project, this linguistical project that, uh, that the guys have had. Let's talk about the title right now, guys. Let's talk about uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the nuances of it. We're talk about the press conference that you guys will, we will be releasing on mass media and, of course, with this paper. Uh, talk about the title. Uh, uh, guys, and uh, talk about uh, costing where they can pick it up privately now with a private private uh, uh, what you call it, autograph, uh, yeah. sure, whatever it may be, yeah, yeah. signing or whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, talk about that right now, quick, guys, for the next couple of seconds. Here, yeah, Mike. It, it, it's the pictorial history of
2: the CIAA professionals from 1950 to 1984. The website is CIAA Sportsbook.
0: C I A A sportsbook.com. That's Uh the bullet point. Okay, that's the website. And and,
2: and on that, you can write and request. And what you will like is when it comes on 10 to 15 of our grades will pop right up on internet with with some beautiful music. uh, You can call in. I got two call in numbers 718. 342-7738. Three four two seven seven three eight. Uh The second one is 917 And, of course, mail-in, people at mail-in for books already, P.O. Box 252,
0: and that's Brooklyn, New York, 11208. Mm-hmm. Also remember, now, you, we, we, this is going to be available, and we're trying to promote these things for all of those uh, people of concern about education and high learning and people knowing their history. This is very important because every African-American or every high school that has any African-American young ball player on that team or in that system, they need to get this book because it really lays down the history of sports in the oldest conference in the in the country, the CIAA, and the people that help make the game today, I'm very proud of of just being humbly. I mean, to be mentioned in this thing by A. B. Whitfield. Oh my gracious, A. B. Whitfield and, and, and my man Leon Kerr, Car- because uh, Leon's a... Uh, uh Steph, he's a mean little. I gotta say, I got <laughs> You can't get. I mean, I, I gotta say, Black Steve said, "Yeah, you could be a chase. He'll, he'll hit you in the head with a ball, or a, a boxing glove, if you ain't right." But anyway, uh, hey coach, hey coach, huh? hey coach huh? just remember, just remember this: uh-huh. the America,
1: um, America society wants, wants black kids to think they nothing. Right, they came from nothing, uh-huh. and they will be nothing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so this shows you. The years ago, we were something, and we came from something, and you're here now,
0: and you will be something too. Hey, amen. It's, it's, amen Hey, AB yeah. says it as well too. Let me tell you something. I, I'm. They tell me things that I think that I'm blessed. Oh man, I was so blessed to be around these guys when I came up and, and and doing the integration thing, and when I when a little. Uh, a guy from Liberty Park got a call from Dr. Martin Luther King and, and Rebel, Reverend Abenaki. and and uh, and, and, uh, and the guy. I said, oh, I, first of all, good grief! They didn't want to talk to me and to be accepted to do something in the South. that it was historic. Was beyond my thinking then, but I thank God that I was able to hold tight and show what I was capable of doing through the likes of Clarence Sessoms and all these other great guys well, that well, pushed me. Listen, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And,
0: and, 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 listen,
2: uh, uh, listen, Doc. Huh? Here's what you got to realize, and I know you're not going to talk about yourself, but Leon, I can talk about you. Leon, I uh, put you in the Legends category, category, category a long time ago. You and Edgel Heidelberg changed the course of history. Yeah. And, and, Sports, okay, so oh. know that, and, I, and our, our people, my next book will be about that, the, 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 the legends in the country, period. I have a foundation I do for my late son, Liam.
0: Yes, oh my gracious, yes, of my yes. board
2: members, and you know the first thing I do is we bring a CIWA person up first. Every year, people for the first time saw Earl Lord in person, didn't mm-hmm. know who he was. Mm-hmm. In modern-day America, people didn't know who Earl Lord and we bouncing basketball all over the place. We buy our kids basketball. They don't. Know the they don't know who John McLendon. We've had the we honor. John McLendon, Sam Jones, Earl one, Earl Monroe, Bobby. Depp. We honor at least one of these CIW people in in, in our event every
0: year. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That. Now you can see why we are so excited, and why Leroy was part of something that was that was indigenous to Virginia, and a part of him as being okay. not only something about the Virginia Hall of Fame, Hampton Roads Hall of Fame. I understand now that Leon just advised me. I think I heard it from uh, one of my uh, protégés at ESPN that the the old Virginia High School League for for African Americans in Richmond and the current high school Hall of Fame was going to be involved. High School Hall of Fame is going to be involved in inducting Leroy. i got to make sure that Monica, his family, and Purdue University gets that out there, guys. But this yes. has been a great uh, a, a collage of, of information and great uh, uh, people of substance in sports uh, for the HBCU jogger that uh, we have here, and I hope you enjoyed. We may have gone over a little bit, but listen, this is history here. Yes, is. To talk about one of the greatest athletes right. in the world and from one of the greatest uh, educational institutions and in part That's of right. a state. That uh, started off this great, great country of ours. So, listen, guys, I'm, 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 again, I, let me stop messing with you. y'all. Go ahead, be crying out there. i get me, get off this thing. A.B. Whitfield, thank you very much, you uh, thank legend. You. And, 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 and just let me say one
2: more thing legends mean life. So, let's keep him alive forever. Amen. Legends, the word itself means life Amen. forever.
0: Amen. 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 He uh, He will always have uh, keys to the locker (laughs) room. (laughs) Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Uh, Two of the greats. Uh, When legends speak, everybody Everybody listens. listens. Thank you, Leon Carey, the host of HBCU Update on Sports Inside (laughs) and Out, and one of the great facilitators of education and African-American sports, Ledger's. A B what listen, go and, and 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 Google my dear friend and look at all the different things. We're gonna marquee him a little bit too. He's silly some bitches, we're gonna bark him. But thank you so much, uh A B for taking your time out there in, in New York. Uh tell your family and everybody we're 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 on the trail of the, uh, A B Whitfield and the Foundation. And Leon, what can I say about you? We're gonna always because you, your HBCU thing is, is is very, very impactful. And Eddie, Eddie uh, Payton told me that he looked forward to talking to both of you cats, too. He did tell me that. So, but, the yeah. brothers. so, listen, guys, God bless you. Have a great day. And all of our sports fans around the world, thank you for being a part of this podcast. Sports Inside and Out, legends of sports, voice of the legends of sports around the world, those that help make the game. When legends speak, everybody, everybody listens. listens. If you don't listen to this 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 show, uh, Bigfoot, Big that's the only thing I can tell you. Bigfoot, <laughs> Bigfoot. So uh, God bless you, Cass man. Love you to death. Y'all take care. Thank you. Thank God you. bless. You too. All right. Bye
1: bye.